0: The information discussed on this show is not intended or implied to be a substitute for professional medical advice, diagnosis, or treatment. All content is for general informational purposes only. It's Guys Guy Radio.
1: Here's your host, Robert Manny. Welcome to Guys Guys Radio. This is your host, Robert Manny welcoming you to the show where men and women can be at their best and everyone wins, Guys Guys Radio. We're here to inform you, inspire you, empower you, and get you to think and feel and who knows, maybe even act by virtue of the journeys, stories, experiences, and insights from the guests I bring you each and every week to the show. And today's show is no exception. We've got a fantastic guest, a fantastic show for you. I think you're really going to enjoy it. Our special guest is a channel. She was a business person, very successful business person in sales, and she's a very successful business person now with her metaphysical and spiritual business, and she's written a book about really, the coexistence of spirituality and materialism. And there's nothing wrong with that. There's nothing wrong with having money. It's it's not, money is not the root of all evil. It is the want of money. And she's written a book. Her name is Christy Whitman. And she's written a book called The Desire Factor. It's her latest. How to Embrace Your Materialistic Nature to Reclaim Your Full Spiritual Power. We're going to get into that. And I'm also going to speak with the collective that she channels called the council and i think you're really going to have a good time with that because i'm going to ask them a lot of questions that i think that you might want me to ask and we're going to get direct answers from a channeled collective of energetic beings from another dimension who's here to help humanity and they channel through christy but on today's show your guys guy is going to ask him some questions so it should be a lot of fun So how's everybody doing out there? We're in full swing in May. Beautiful month of the year. Not too hot, not too cool. Everything's blooming. I love it. Whether you're east coast, west coast, or someplace in between, north or south, you've got to love the springtime because everything's coming back to life. And I know we have a kooky crazy world going on out there, but we do have springtime, and it's a good time to just collect yourself and be appreciative of all the beauty of our planet you know we sometimes overlook it and we don't treat it well but earth is such a wonderful place it's a wonderful planet it's so beautiful if you travel around the world you've seen all the different areas of beautiful oceans and lakes and rivers and so many different trees and the desert and the mountains and the beach and even the cities the urban areas there's so much beauty here so much drama so spectacular and a lot of times we just take it for granted and we haven't been treating our planet very well. Let's face it, people. Um, whether, you know, whatever your opinion is and your beliefs are about climate change and all of that, it, it, regardless, we're not treating our planet very well. We still dump tons and tons of garbage in the ocean all the time. There's plastic. There's like a mile of plastic floating around somewhere in the Pacific. It's just it's just a shame because we're really part of the planet. The planet earth is going to be here long after we're gone. And I think it's our responsibility to really take care of Gaia earth, if you will, because it's such a gorgeous planet. You've seen the photos of, you know, people who've had the gift of going out into space and the photographs that they've taken of our planet and how gorgeous it is. And then we're here think about all the wonderful times of the year and the the beautiful blue skies and the clouds and the sun and the moon and the stars and the planet itself. It's just a gorgeous place to be. So we have to do our very best to respect it and really thank it all the time because we're part of, we're part of earth and it's not here for us. We're part of it and we should be appreciative of so much that the earth has given us in its bounty, food and nature and just beautiful, gentle breezes and the salt water of the ocean, the beautiful lakes and rivers, and it's up to us to really take care of things. So, forgive me for getting on my soapbox, but sometimes I uh, it's just so easy to take what we have, particularly our planet, our home for granted. So, let's try not to do that. So, guys, guys radio, again, my special guest is Christy Whitman. Her book is The Desire Factor and we're going to talk to her collective called The Council we're going to ask them some questions about what's going on and what we need to know. So let's do it right now. It's Guys, Guy Radio. Okay, Guys, Guys Radio, special guest time for the show. And my special guest today is Christy Whitman. We're going to talk about Desire. We're going to talk about manifesting, and we're going to talk about the desire factor, her book, and also how to really reclaim your spiritual power. A lot of people have issues with that. So let me tell you a little bit about Christy. She's a world-renowned transformational leader, celebrity coach, law of attraction expert, and a New York Times best-selling author of The Art of Having It All taming of your alpha bitch and quantum success. (laughs) And again, we're going to talk about desire manifesting her latest book, the desire factor. She's CEO founder of quantum success learning Academy, and she has celebrity clients all over the world, including actresses, actresses, athletes. She's a successful life coach and a channel. For what's called the council, which is an entity that comes through her. She helps clients release blocks to individual successes. We're going to talk about that. And she goes beyond focusing on mindset, beliefs, and emotional intelligence to include everybody's energy systems to help them master their energy. Christy Whitman, welcome to Guys Guys Radio.
0: Thank you so much. I'm so happy to be with you. Let's talk about manifesting.
1: All right. Well, let's start at the very beginning. Tell us about your path, about how you went from a corporate executive to a life coach, a teacher, and then a channel for the council.
0: Yes. So it, I'd have to start years and years ago and I was in my mid twenties, I had checked the box of everything that I set out to accomplish. I went to college, got a degree, started, moved to Chicago, started a career, was doing really, really well. I was working for a liquor and wine uh, supplier and doing sales and marketing, lived with my best friend. I was engaged to be married and I was Miserable. I was depressed. And I thought, well, I checked the box of all the things that I was told that were going to make me happy. I did all those things, but I'm still not happy. So if it's not these things, what is it? And so I started to try to go back to religion and that wasn't working for me. And I started to go to therapy and still there was something missing with therapy. And I ended up traveling, attracting um, an opportunity to move to California. And I started to um, meditate. I met a woman that was cutting my hair and she had such this effervescent joy about her. She, it, it reminds me of the movie, um, uh, what, is, what is that, it was Sally, uh, When Harry Met Sally, where they're in the, you know, in the restaurant. I'll have she's what like, she's I'll having. I'll have <laughs> what she's having, exactly, exactly. So she she had just this energy about her, and I didn't have the language to describe it. So the best way I could communicate her to her with it was saying, "Okay, what do you do?" And she said, "I meditate." And so my paradigm of who is someone that meditates, because I thought it was a guru guy with a long beard sitting on a cloud, you know, sitting on top of a mountain, oming. And so when I saw this pretty like hip, you know, woman in this the Bay Area of San Francisco, and you know she's a dog owner and has a boyfriend and you know very beautiful that really changed my paradigm so i met with melanie her meditation teacher and melanie said to me the very first word she said to me is you create your own reality now this is like 27 years ago this is pre internet this is pre secret this is pre a lot of stuff i mean when you were interested in metaphysical stuff you went into the back corners of a you know right. a, a store because that was where it's all hidden or you had to go into a spiritual mystic store to find these kind of things where they sold crystals and that sort of thing and for me that wasn't the world I lived in I didn't go into those stores and so when she said to me you create your own reality something in me opened up for the first time if if I ever remember it there was there was like something that pulled like like pulled me forward in awareness. And then of course my mind kicked in and said, well, how, how do I create my own reality? Well, we create our own reality by our conscious our consciousness. And that's broken down into many things. She happened to choose our thoughts. So she said, by your thoughts, your thoughts, you're either repelling things from you or attracting things to you based on the way you think. Now, this was another big, like, incredible paradigm-shifting moment for me because it, what do you mean my thoughts? I thought, because nobody ever taught me differently, I thought that what I was thinking was true and, and it was in fact. So if I would hear myself criticizing myself, I would think that that criticism was true. I didn't know that I could actually challenge it or that I could find a better feeling thought, or that I could be more deliberate in what I was wanting to create in my life just by paying attention to my thoughts. I had no awareness of that. And so that was this moment that that came. And she, she said to me, she did the best thing she could for me. She goes, I want you to go home. Well, I'll see you next week. I want you just to pay attention, slow down enough to pay attention to what catch yourself thinking. And when I did that week, as an experiential thing, I, could not believe how negative I was. No wonder it, matter, it didn't matter what I would accomplish or achieve in my life. I had this voice in my head constantly cutting me down, being critical. I was in a boxing ring with everyone, God, my parents, my sister, your friend, I could do it better and different. And I should, and would, and all, all of those things. And I, I was, um, I, I was very willing to change because I could see how painful that was. And what, what started me on my understanding of it is well, what's a good thought? What's a bad thought? Where do those thoughts come from? How do, how do you know if it's a good thought or a bad thought? And I started looking at mentalities, belief systems, and there are so many different, um, Ways we think and speak and perceive that are based in lack and limitation, which always pulls us down and makes us feel bad. And what I was wanting to experience is an abundance mindset so that I could live my life in joy. And so that became my work. And so I was applying that in everything, you know, inside of myself. And then one day, and I wrote my my whole entire book, Quantum Success on this, one day I realized, wait a minute, I'm having good success in my career. Things are changing because I'm now applying thoughts differently. What if I did this in my career as a pharmaceutical rep? And my numbers started to go up. I started getting all sorts of different awards. I mean, people in my district were nauseated because I was always (laughs) the top salesperson in every product. They're like, just give it to her. So I was getting all the bonuses. And All of a sudden I had, um, one night I had a book come through me and it literally was woken up in the middle of the night at one Oh five. And I could hear this voice talking to me now understand that my training of med of manifestation and my training of meditation was first, I first learned it by two channel beings. It was Sinea Roman and Dwayne Packer. They are Orin and Da Ben and the first thing that I signed up for was awakening your light body. So it was all about understanding energy and clearing out old stuff because I was like, I want to do this and I want to do it intensely. So I did. And by applying all of that, I saw that there are channelers out there. And then I was introduced um, a little bit after that to Abraham Hicks and got really involved in their teaching. And now it made this thing that was so esoteric become very practical. And there was actually a name for it, law of attraction, right? And, and then I started getting downloads of other universal laws. So I started talking, you know, people saw the success I was having in my career. And I had one girl come up to me going, okay, you win everything. What are you doing? And I already had a book published at this time. I already started coaching people. And I said, well, let me coach you. And she went from the lower ranks of the company all the way to the top 15%, just within 12 weeks. And so I loved watching her success. I, I, I loved the process of coaching her and seeing her shift. And so I just kept leaning into the coaching. And I knew that even though I was a pharmaceutical sales rep, I was in corporate America. At this point, I was a you know sales training manager. I knew that my passion and my purpose was in coaching. And so 15 years ago, I left corporate America with just a handful of clients and I wanted to put all my creative you know, energy and attention, not on somebody else's business, but if I could, if I could succeed over here and I could be abundant over here in this career, I can do that over in my own business because me and myself are the creator of my own life experience. We're the creator of the abundance. That's just the avenue through which it comes through. So I started my online business 15 years ago coaching. And um I like to say that I get assignments. My my books are my assignments. And when they come through, there's no stopping it. And I certainly want to be this the, the uh, you know preventer of that that material coming out either. So I just kind of keep leaning in. And as I do that, um, all of a sudden I started becoming aware of the energy healing abilities that I had, I'd be on a call with someone and all of a sudden my hands would go up. That was trippy. The first time that happened, my hands would go up and I could see the person and I could feel that my hands were around their neck. Now I was in Montreal. There was no zoom at this time. I was in Montreal. They were in Seattle, Washington, and I hands go up. And the person just said, did you put your hands around my neck? And I said, yeah. And they were like on fire And she said, my neck has been killing me all day and my hands just stayed there. And I said, well, my hands aren't moving. They're on fire though. And then as soon as my hands dropped, she goes, my neck's all better. So I started leaning into that and more things like getting clear communication. They, I would call them, they, they were telling me to tell a client, you need to go get your hips scanned. Why? There's nothing wrong with my hips. My hips don't hurt. turns out she had cancer in her hips and caught it before it became a big problem. So each, each thing I just kept leaning into. And one day I was driving down the freeway and I got a very clear vision. It was like a big, huge council of light beings. And it was like the closest to, if you, if you have a perception of God, right. The the closest to the highest vibration that you can experience. And I'm driving. I wasn't on any drugs or anything. I was driving straight, you know. And I hear them say, pull over. So I pulled over and it's like, we want you to create a sacred circle of light. Okay, I don't know what that is. What do I do? So they told me to create a Zoom call. Every day people come, we do energy healings, right? And during one of those sessions, they came through. My consciousness was like pushed out of the way, so to speak, and their consciousness came through. I'm so glad I have it on video for the first time when that happened. And we've been channeling together ever since. And and about three years ago, everything pivoted in my coaching business um, to now Christy and the council. And that's how everything evolved and has become what has become today.
1: Guys, Guys Radio, my special guest, Christy Whitman. We're going to talk about the desire factor, her new book, How to Embrace Your Materialistic Nature to Reclaim Your Full Spiritual Power. So the council, who, who are they? Is it an entity? Is it a collective? Were they human? Where do they come from? Are they in a different dimension? Do you summon them? Do they tap you on the shoulder? Is it like, wake up, Christy, time to write another book? How does it all work or is it all of the above?
0: Uh yes, yes, and yes, other than entity. <laughs> that they, they they don't like to be called an entity because a lot okay. of people sometimes have a negative connotation a thing, about like, that. Right? Yeah. It, yeah, it's yeah, it's they're they're beings of light. They call themselves ascended masters. They're high okay. vibrational, they live like mm-hmm. the divine self does. It lives mm-hmm. on a very different multidimensionality. And I have to keep my vibration high, and they have to lower their vibration right. in order for us to have that connection because it's all vibration. So, so yes, they are, um, a collection of guides, asc- ascended masters, and th- they're really here. And, and, and it's an extension of what my work has been is to help people practically live lives, understanding who they really are so that you're mastering your own energy. That contrast will happen. Things in this polarity life will happen, things that we don't like sometimes, but how do you pivot from that? How do you learn that information how do you look at it as a gift instead of a lesson and be able to use that as a pivoting point to attract now and bring in what you do want and have the life experience that you know that we're meant to designed to have of abundance and success and and well-being and love
1: you say that the the true gift is not acquiring our desires it is the people we become in the process of and i put this in quotes allowing our desires to move through us. So what, what is holding back people from unlocking their power? And why is allowing so important? Because to me, a lot of people, you know, they want stuff and the name of the book is Desire Factor and they do what they can to receive. But many times I think people don't do what they need to do to allow what they deserve and that they can receive. Could you un- kind of pack unpack your statement and talk a little bit about allowing?
0: Absolutely. So here here's the premise to understand is that everything we desire does not matter what the desire is. We could list them all, right? It doesn't matter what the desire is. Everything that we desire, we want because there's a feeling, there's an essence. We want to have we want to have more money why? Because we want to have that feeling of security and freedom right? Okay. So we think that if we go get more money and we do more things or we work harder and harder, then we'll finally get enough money to finally feel secure and free. But the thing is, is that it's a missed way of manifesting. We have to understand, Hey, I'm having this contrast here. This is what I don't want. I'm tired of being paycheck to paycheck, or I'm tired of not feeling I have the freedom to do or live the life that I want to live. That contrast is a point where we can say, okay, what do I want? What's the desire? Why do I want that desire? Why do I have that desire? And how will it make me feel? Because once you can understand how I think I will feel, that's one of the principles in the desire factor is the principle of having. Because once you know what you want, then we have to be, we've heard this still, uh, tons of times, uh, become a vibrational match to this. Well, how do you do that? You have to feel as if you already have it. You have to feel the support, the connection, the love, the well-being, the freedom, the abundance, the passion, the purpose. You have to feel it now. Well, how do I feel it now? I don't have it. I don't have that thing. No, but the energy is always here and the energy always creates forms. It is a vibrational universe. I, I, I don't even want to debate with people. Modern science has shown this. You know, quantum physics has shown this. Everything is energy. But how do you as a human being practically understand that everything is energy, including a thought is energy. The words that we speak are energy, the perspective that we hold, imprints that we have. What happens is we go along in life. Someone says something, does something, doesn't do something. Someone we love has transitioned. Whatever the situation, circumstance, event has been where we have constricted and therefore feel limited in any aspect of life. That limitation is a holding of energy that exists. And like a vortex, it's moving and moving and moving and moving and moving, drawing to it more people, situations, events, more forms that will match that frequency. When we can release that energy, the the pull to create it in our lives, to have it in our lives, the contrast experience dissolves. It goes away because the energy is not there pulling it forth anymore.
1: And a lot of people want, want, want. And it's like when you you get something and you squeeze it so hard, it goes right through your hands. Let's talk about your seven principles, because I think they address all of the issues that people have in their frustration sometimes with actually manifesting their desire. So you've got alignment, focus, joyful expectancy, having, loving, surrender, and action. It's all in the book, The Desire Factor. You want to tell us a little, little top line on those and the importance
0: Absolutely. So it's like we've been talking about, you notice something is dissatisfying in your life, whatever it is, whatever that contrast is. The first thing to do is put yourself in alignment with what you do want. So what is the opposite of that? What is the clarity of that? What is it that you're really wanting from a new decision point of what you don't want? And once you do, you start to think about it. You start to feel about it. You start to focus on it. Like focusing on what it will feel like when you have it. Focusing on the, the your imagination and visualization. That's where all of those you know mental tools. It's using our mental faculty to make sure that our words and our thoughts and our perspectives, all of that, is focused on the visions that we want to have. That's how we're utilizing and creating with that energy. It's feeling though. That the energy is there with you, feeling the excitement you're gonna have, or feeling the fulfillment or the whatever it is, support, right? You're feeling that now, you're focusing on that. And then what happens then is because part of our consciousness, you then expect it. There's an, there's an expectation. Some people n- knock off the, the wheel, you know, they, they're focusing on it, and then their expectation is, well, I'm never gonna get it, right? That's where we like to call split energy. That's where you have to shift the energy back from either the imprints, letting go of that energy, letting go of that belief, lining it back so that you are joyfully expecting that person, place, or thing, that experience to come into your life. So now that you're joyfully expecting it, it's the sense of accepting it, allowing it, receiving it, but feeling it. It's the having.
1: So a, a lot of folks, and I'm, what, what we want to do is help our uh, audience out there, and you're, doing, you're magnificent, really love this conversation, is a lot of folks have these underlying programming. Maybe it's from their parents, money, they came from the Depression or whatever, from the boomer generation, you know, their parents, uh, money's not a good thing, money's evil. And you have these, uh, these programs running underneath the surface that a lot of people may not be able to identify so they can eradicate them. How how can people start to, you know, there's one thing wanting and desiring and getting in the vibration and feeling, but they may not be aware that there's this undercurrent, vibrational undercurrent that's saying you don't deserve this or money is bad or whatever. And I think a lot of folks or self-esteem, I think a lot of folks have this issue. How do how can we help them, Christine? Well,
0: that that's the brilliant part of this is that. When you start to desire for something, you allow your energy to expand. You start feeling more of the light within you. You start feeling good emotions. When all of a sudden you're moving in that direction and then you have that voice that pulls you back that says, you're too old to do that. What are you thinking, (laughs) right? Well, you're not young enough. You don't have enough experience. Or you've already already been married twice. Why would you want to go through it again, right? Whatever it could be, that voice of judgment, that's what actually is energy that anchors us back. Because that's the mind's, um, when we can embrace what the mind's job is to do, the mind wants to look out and scour. Oh, you're saying that you desire this. But in my Rolodex, in my file cabinet, when you go to do that, this could be the problem. This could be a problem. This could be a problem. And so it brings up energetically anything that's not of that higher vibration. And if you look at it just from an energetic perspective, if there's a bridge between where you are and where you want to be, the vibration of course where you want to be is higher, you wouldn't want it. You don't you don't usually want to change your happy state unless you want to even elevate your happy state, but it's usually the contrast that says this is not working for me, I want this. This is my desire. Well, between the lower level vibration of where you are and the higher vibration of where you want to go that lower level vibration will come up so that it can be released it's like a hot air balloon ready to take off and you got this anchoring of this one rope that someone hasn't let go of so the hot air balloon is not going to go anywhere
1: so it sounds like it's a it's a frequency issue for instance i asked my wife she used to do social work in like Brownsville and really tough areas of New York City at the time, Bensonhurst and all before, not Bensonhurst, but Brownsville, tough areas of Brooklyn way back in the day. And I said, and she's five foot one. I'm like, weren't you concerned? And and she's like, no, because my vibration was so high, nothing would bother me. So I was at a level where I was untouchable, if you will. It yes. kind of in quotes because my vibration was there. So they, you know, things, the, the light is always at a higher level. Than the dark. So I was protected by that. So it sounds like, Christy, uh, the same thing where if you focus your vibrational attention, if you will, on what you want and the reasons why and the good stuff, then the other things will kind of fall off. Uh, They'll either rise up to meet you there or they'll fall off and not be recognizable because the new vibration you're in will transcend those things that are holding you back. Do people need to identify those? areas of blockage, or they just focus on raising their vibration and frequency, knowing that the other stuff will kind of fall off because it's not powerful enough. It's like Paul Selleck says, like the upper room. When you're in the upper room, there's no fear there because you're in a higher vibration where fear is not allowed.
0: Yeah, absolutely. And that's what happens is when you can feel some kind of being pulled into not feel, I don't feel good. This feels off to me. You don't have to get into the story of it. You don't have to sit there and feel, well, what's off? Am I angry? Am I sad? Am I disappointed? You don't even have to identify what it is. The processes and the tools that the council has brought forth are practical. So like when you notice you're feeling off, you could ask yourself, what's the thought I was just thinking? Or if you feel yourself not feeling good, you can just stop and notice what your attention has been on. If you're feeling an emotion, you can go into your belly and process the emotion. You don't have to identify with it. As a matter of fact, it's encouraged not to just go into the energy, feel where people say to me all the time. Oh, I've got blocks. How do you know you have blocks? Because I could feel it. Where do you feel it? I feel it in my mind. Like I'm blocked there. I feel it in my body. Like wherever you feel that, Imagine that energy is you're giving your body permission, your whole entire being is permission to release that energy, to pulsate out that energy. That's what we teach people how to do is how do you play with that energy, release that energy, let go of that energy. And then what do you do after you do it? Because you want to just release energy. You want to bring in a new energy. And so once you release the frustration, the worry, whatever that may be, a, new, a good neutralizing energy is compassion. Not people do not have enough self-compassion. If we had more self-compassion and we allowed ourselves to soothe ourselves in our energy, we wouldn't be out attacking and getting angry at other people. Self-compassion first allows you to have a nice warm hug of energy saying, it's going to be okay. And that you can just feel yourself and process the energy and then you can bring in even higher energy. Once you feel like, okay, I'm settled down now. All right, now I want to feel joy. I want to feel peace, whatever it is that we want to feel.
1: Like a lot, a lot of folks don't realize, they live in their head and they don't realize that you can actually command the cells, all the microbes in your body. They will listen to you. We have billions yes. of microbes and they're listening. And also because we release our old dying cells, you can ask for divine infant cells to come into your body and to rejuvenate you. People can live a lot longer than they than they live, but they they just accept the programming that we've been given. So Christy, the name of the book is The Desire Factor, How to Embrace Your Materialistic Nature to Reclaim Your Full Spiritual Power. Let's have a little bit of fun. You, you have all these different skill sets now that you have, and you mentioned about putting your hands around somebody's throat and helping them heal. Okay, we're, we're, in terms of an example of how you work, We're sitting across from each other on Zoom. What do you get? What do I need to know?
0: Well, I usually bring in the council. These days, everything has been, you know, uh, Christine and the council, but it's, I'm bringing them in. So if I I bring them in, yeah, mm -hmm. I'll bring them in. You can ask them whatever you want. So here we go.
1: Okay, let's do it. We're going to bring in the council. Christy Whitman, The Desire Factor. We're bringing the council onto Guys Guys Radio.
0: We are here. Hello, dear one. It is very nice to be with you.
1: Hello, Council. Thank you so much for joining me. It's a wonderful surprise and I'm having so much fun and so much interesting information that we're sharing with our audience from Christy and from your work. So thank you very much for being a guest on my show.
0: We, We are delighted for the invitation. Thank you very much. So how can we vary in our best way? How can we best support you today or your listeners?
1: Let's start with our listeners because that's most important. You know, today we live in a chaotic time. There's a lot going on, yet a lot of folks say this is a time of ascension. A lot of folks are going to move to the fifth dimension. Some people will choose not to go there. You've got uh, you know, pandemic. You've got a war. You've got the stock market's crazy. People are you know, paycheck to paycheck. There's inflation. There's, it seems like there's a lot more pressure on people right now than there has been probably in most of our entire lives. There's a lot going on right now for these generations that are here on Earth. What does our audience need to know right now?
0: Well, your audience needs to know that the reason you feel the, the boiling point and you feel that this is the hardest time or the most difficult or the highest pressure is because you are now watching all of everything you when back in the seventies or in the fifties or in the thirties, yes, there is always ascension, there is always a group of light workers that bring thought beyond where it has been before. There will always and continue to be evolution and higher ascension and more people like Christie, for example, that have dedicated themselves as a light worker to bring in information such as us and all the other friends that you've had and had on your show that our channel, when you think of it, the the Pauls of the world and the Lees and the the Esthers and the Christie and other friends, they are a channel for light to bring through their container to then spread out so that other people can feel that light and then wake up to their own light. There are people that are doing this, that are living as if they are living in the Garden of Eden. They flow with life. They understand that this is a third dimensional reality and there are contrasting things as a a buffet of experiences. But where you put your focus, where you put your attention is what you will create more of. You have people thriving right now on this planet in their lives with full support of well-being and abundance and success and love living at the highest level, even if these circumstances and situations are going on. We want to say be above the situations and circumstances. And how do you do that? by mastering your own energy. Because as you're paying attention to what they are saying and what's happening, there are some human beings that are keeping the war in their family space. It's filtering the vibration in their whole entire living room and house and property of this very, very low vibration. You do not have to watch all of the doom and the gloom. Of course, be aware of it, but bring compassion into your lives and allow yourselves to send compassion out. Light and energy is very powerful. You are much more of an influencer instead of watching the TV, feeling powerless and feeling afraid than if you Take time to go within and meditate and see the vision that you want for the world. See the vision of how you want this contrasting, whatever the contrasting situation is, a war, a pandemic, whatever you want to call it. It could be a relationship. It could be a business deal. It could be a a sickness in the body. It could be a financial part of your life. Whatever the contrast is, you can Choose to focus on what it is you do want and anything that is coming into your eyesight, such as what you're watching or coming into your ears, such as what you are hearing, what you are speaking, what you are even smelling or tasting, what you are looking at in your entire environment. Let it be of reflection of the energy that you are giving out. You cannot sit there and feel beauty and then want to watch the news all the time, especially on CNN when they're giving play-by-play of the war. It's two totally different vibrations. You cannot allow yourself to marinate in the energy of health and well-being and fitness and vitality and then eat a bunch of burgers from some other place we will not mention and eat lots of sugar and do a lot of damage to the body. It's very different vibration. But most human beings are trying, they look at the situations. We've got all this, let me list it. Let me count the ways how horrible life is right now. Okay, now what should we do? Well, what you should do is find the joys in your own individual life. Find the things, those moments that you can be appreciative of. Find that, that energy stretch between you and your wife where you can have a moment. Have, bring flowers just because to see a smile, have a nice date, do the things that you want to do regardless of what is happening in the outer world. Now, it doesn't mean be like an ostrich and stick your head in the sand. But when you see something you do not like, fill up with compassion because it was your eyes that saw it it was your ears that heard it it was your emotions that got tugged on it was your pain body that got eradicated or got got illuminated got activated is a better word and let yourself have the compassion because yes you are a human being and sometimes it's not easy because you get caught in the lack situations and circumstances and what you get caught in what you're focused Focused on becomes your reality. But you're all over here in lack. look up and look over because there's abundance on the other side. And all it is, is a choice for you to choose because you each individually have your own free will and choice. And the energy that is breathing you, the energy that is pulsating your heart and growing your nails and digesting your food, that part of you is the energy. It is the energy of fulfillment. It is the energy of love. It is the energy of abundance. It's there for you always. You just ask, allow yourself to receive and feel what you want to feel. Feel the success now. Don't wait until you do 10 things and go reach a certain accomplishment. The energy of success is a choice and you can feel it now. Feel the love, feel the support, feel the confidence, feel the wisdom, feel it inside of you because you are receiving it from your co-creative life partner. Turn your attention into your own life and then you will create an outer reality that is pleasing on so many levels.
1: Thank you so much, counsel. I have one more question because we're pressed for time. I know Christy has a class coming up. Let me bring that more into a personal thing, although I think a lot of what you had to say is is relative to my own situation, but what do I, as an individual, what do I need to know? You're familiar with the work I'm doing. You know what I want to accomplish. What do I need to know right now? You know the frustrations I've had, you know the successes I've had, you know my objectives. Please tell me what is it I need to know right now to take myself to the next level and do my work. Well, what we
0: would... Yes. Where we would start with you, dear one, is we would have you start to connect with the success of where you want to go, the bigness of where you see yourself, the creation of a bigger impact, even more money in the banks flowing consistently. That is for you to feel your way into the having, the essence of it. And that is where you are creating an energetic relationship with a state of being that you have not been at yet. So it feels foreign. And so that, when you are starting any new relationship, what do you do? You spend time with the person. You listen to the person. You speak to the person you need to create a new energetic relationship with this higher frequency of abundance or this higher frequency of success. And as you are practicing that in starting to trust and have faith and rely on that new vibration, You invite that new vibration in, that new vibration of success or wealth or prosperity or whatever it is for you. You bring that in to your frequency and allow every single cell, command that every single cell in your body rise up to that and start to vibrate there. And the minute, the moment you notice that you have a thought of why you can't achieve that. You're going to take that thought like you would take a balloon out of your head and like a helium balloon, you're going to just let that balloon go away and you're going to invite in a thought of success. You're going to replace that thought with a thought of success and you're going to repeat that thought. All is well. I can make it. I am deserving. Life is fun. This is a fun journey. I am here to create impact. I am a light worker. Whatever that new thought is that feels good to you, you let the old go. It's a surrendering. This is why, in the book, The Desire Factor, the sixth principle is surrendering. You feel the vibration. You have the vibration. You love this vibration. You create an energetic, like you're breathing in and out this new frequency and vibration. It's becoming part of your very nature. It is beating your heart. It is breathing out. You can feel it all around your body. And then maybe an emotion comes in that, ooh, you can't have that. And you then think, hear that thought and then feel that. Well, you're going to take that balloon again and I can't have that. And you're going to allow the energy of I can have it all. I is my birthright. The divine that is breathing me wants me to have this divine design of success as the way I want it. And then you're going to bring that energy into your emotional body, which is your belly. And you're going to let yourself feel and pulsate out all of the lower level energy that came with the, I can't do that, or I'm not enough, or I'm not deserving. You let it like you're just cleaning up the driveway. You're just releasing it all from your entire body and then let yourself be filled with compassion for having spent a year or two or 40 or 50 years holding on to this belief that was not true. It was just stuck energy. It is not of you because it is limiting and it doesn't feel good. It is not of the divine. It was someone else's projection. It was someone else's stuff. It was something else that was going on. And you made a decision. You can make a new decision. You are who. Who do you want to be? Decide right now. Let yourself then fill up and move the energy. You are an energy receiver. You are an energy container. And in your area, you need to work more on containing You can bring it in and give it out. We want you to contain it. So your set point, your vibrational set point is at the highest level. And guess what? In five and 10 years, you're going to desire, or a year from now or two minutes from now, you're going to desire something else that has the potential and the possibility of elevating you to an even higher vibration. And that is what the desire factor is all about. That is why you desire to do more, to make more, to have a bigger splash. Because the part inside of you that doesn't feel that you are significant, unless you do, that's the part that needs to be healed. That's the part that needs to have that light. That's the part that needs to be heard and let go of so that you can release that old limiting programming that no longer serves you and bring in the highest truth. That you are an extension of the divine. and you came here to create. You came here to experience abundance in creations and abundance in success and abundance in love and abundance in well-being. You are an abundant being.
1: Thank you so much, Council. and thank you, Christy. Come on back, Christy, thank you so much, Council. I apologize because we're on a timetable here, and you've been so helpful to my audience so helpful to me all love all respect thank you counsel
0: you are infinitely loved dear one be (laughs) well so just imagine allowing yourself to receive in a nice waterfall of light now a nice dousing of light how they do
1: that was uh, (laughs) absolutely beautiful Do you step out? So do you hear this or is it just flowing through? Okay.
0: No. If someone mentions something, they said, it's kind of like a dream. Like, oh yeah. Like, you know, when you have a dream, sometimes you're like, and someone, something says something and you're like, oh yeah, I kind of had a dream about that. Uh, That's what it feels like, but.
1: We'll have to rehash that. So I want to thank Christy Whitman. I know she's got a jump. She's got something. She's got to uh, teach some people. Uh, the Desire Factor is the name of the book, How to Embrace Your Materialistic Nature and re- Reclaim Your Full Spiritual Power. What I'd like to do is work, do a session with Christy and the uh, council separately and then bring Christy back to the show. And we'll talk about, because I kind of put it out there what I want to do, and we'll talk about the results and we'll use it as a great testimonial to the work that Christy does and also how we can all work with those enlightened beings that are out there and available to us and our guides to help us. How's that sound, Christy?
0: I'd love to do that. That sounds like a blast. I love it.
1: Okay. Thank you so much for being on Guys Guys Radio. I can't wait till you're back here again.
0: Me too. It's Guys Guy Radio.
1: Okay. What a fascinating conversation with a real powerhouse of positivity christy whitman she's just an amazing person and she's doing great work and her book the desire factor is terrific how to embrace your materialistic nature to reclaim your full spiritual power and thank you of course to the council the interdimensional uh, energetic beings who i had the pleasure of being able to interview for you on the show and ask them some questions that i Thought might be helpful for all of you out there and also for myself, and I think we did learn a lot. And I think the, the most important things we picked up is, is there's nothing wrong with wanting things. There's nothing wrong with the material goods, and some of that stuff can bring us happiness. It's not going to bring us true joy, but you know what? There's nothing wrong with having a brand new Porsche. I, I kind of like that myself, but not at the expense of other people's happiness, not at the expense of you know, stepping on other people to get things that you want, But it's okay that if you want things, as long as you don't become obsessive and have bad behavior about it. And the keys from what I've picked up, not only from the council, but also when I talked to the masters with Rebecca Dawson and some other folks and other metaphysical teachers who have been on the show, it's all about being able to find the thing that you want, whatever it is, a job, a relationship, just joy, good health. It's out there in your field somewhere. It's about eliminating blockages. It's about eliminating subconscious negative program that says you can't have this and you, you're supposed to be unhappy. And you know your parents told you that life is hard, so it has to be hard. And if you do this, you're going to get that. But if you don't do this, you're not going to get that. The miracles happen every day, every second. You always hear about something. And if it happens once, that means it can happen for you. So if you have that right... Type of mindset and attitude that you can attract what you want to you. You can feel it before you have it because it's out there and make it so you already have it and learn how to open up with your intention to be able to receive it and allow it to you and not have these subconscious negative programs getting in the way then you can be successful and you can find joy and you can find a lot of other stuff out there. Practice it step-by-step. And as Christy said, the way she got started on her path from corporate business was through meditation. And I've been meditating every day for about a year and a half. Every morning I get up early. The first thing I do is meditate. I do my very best not to reach for the phone. I push it out of reach. I get up. It's still dark out many times. I meditate just to quiet myself down, it's a great time to do that. And I ask what I need to know today when I, once I get down there in my meditation, I usually get some type of message and it helps. And I go through kind of a guided meditation, there's lots of different ways of doing it. But the point is, you're taking a little bit of time to just quiet everything down. And that's a great way to start taking the next step for the rest of your life. Meditation, give it a shot if you haven't done it so far. Okay, Guys Guys Radio, we're here every Wednesday evening at 8 p.m. Pacific time on KCAA Radio in Southern California, 102.3, 106.5 FM, 1050 AM. The show rebroadcasts on Sundays at 6 p.m. Pacific time. You can download, you can stream, you can listen live. The podcast, my YouTube, and now Rumble all post on Thursdays worldwide. We're in over 101 countries for the podcast So there's no excuse for you not to be able to find Guys Guys Radio or Guys Guys TV or our Rumble channel now because we are everywhere and we've had over 512 shows, I think it is now, and I've interviewed well over 600 people for the shows and we're having a great time and there's lots more and I'm here for you and we've got a ton of guests coming up that I think you're really going to enjoy. So you can also learn more about me and a lot of the guys, guys stuff and get a lot of positive content on my website. It's called Robert Manny, M-A-N-N-I.com. I've got over 300 blog posts about life, love, the pursuit of happiness, all different types of subject matter on there, whether it be health, relationships, well-being, sports, uh, spirituality, longevity, just uh, everyday practices to, to consider. And it's all there for you free on my website, robertmanny.com. And you can also download three free chapters of my novel, The Guy's Guy's Guy to Love, which is a source material for everything Guy's Guy. It's about two men in advertising competing for love, sex, power, and money. It takes place in New York City. It's kind of a springtime, blue sky, fun Beachy type of read, but it's about something, and you'll get kind of a peek behind the curtain into that kind of odd world of today's men. (laughs) And you know what? We're not that bad. So I think you could really get something out of the book. People have a lot of fun with it because there's a lot of friendship, there's a lot of revenge, there's a lot of business dealings that may be savory or unsavory, and there's a lot of frenemy type of behaviors. and, And you know what? There's a lot of redemption and there's a lot of sex. So the guy's guy's guide to love three free chapters on my website you can buy the book physical copy digital wherever amazon or wherever else you buy your books and i hope you'll check it out and i thank you so much for listening to guys guys radio now we're uh here every week and we've got a lot of great shows coming up and i'm going to be back again of course next week more and more shows for you and i think you're going to really have a great time picking up all the information from these guests that I'm picking up at the same time. So I want to thank my special guests, the 600 plus people I've interviewed, thought leaders from all around the world. I want to thank my amazing producer, Chris. And most of all, I want to thank you, my audience, my listeners, my viewers. I'm here for you and lots more coming your way. So Guys, Guys Radio, we'll see you next week. And until then, like I always like to say, guys, guys, finish first.